crunchy ass me no we're dusting off that cookie jar and we're getting it off the shelf and on the counter where the kids can read no Mm. (laughs) i was just thinking about cookies and like little kids love cookies Mm. i didn't really think it through Mm -mm. adults also like cookies yeah no i only want big strong adult hands in this cookie jar all right we're (laughs) starting up strong starting up strong okay We're dusting off the old cookie jar. We're bringing it down onto the kitchen counter where the big, strong adult hands can get it all up in them. Same old cookie jar, chips. though. Yeah. <laughs> Just more accessible. More accessible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, took, it, a it, t- it took a big, strong adult person to get that <laughs> cookie jar off the top of that refrigerator. Real tall. Real tall, long arms, just reaching up there, yeah. getting that cookie jar down. Yep. Swipe, swipe. Yep. Clean as a whistle. Mm-hmm. Big titties. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yep. Now, is it the cookie jar or the individual getting it off the shelf that has the big titties? You know, I'll leave it up to interpretation. And yeah. I'll say both. <laughs> sure. I'll ruin the interpretation. I, I'm saying it's both. Why can't it be two things? It can be both. Everybody can have great titties. Yeah. I love I love Amen. a set of tits on just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. God, I love, oh, welcome to twenty twenty four. All you pervs, all you sexy pervs. My spouse has become a gamer, y'all. Now she they she, they are Baldur in the Gate. Yeah, they are playing Baldur's Gate. Um, I'm so fucking pumped. More to hear about this. More than. She feels a little shamed about how much, but she said I wasn't shamed supposed to talk by about who? Huh? Shamed by who? No, she just feels shame because I was like, oh, oh, I, I get you. We were talking about it. She's like, <laughs> the general watch yeah. of shame. They were just like, oh, please don't tell her when I play all night and stay up too late playing Baldur's Gate. I'm like, uh, you're not so like the so only you announced person it on the podcast. <laughs> so, so do I? Like, so? I know. I was like, I don't think you're the only one. No. Um, why I bring this up? Is I feel like it's relevant to the podcast because you can't fuck oh, a yeah. vampire mm-hmm. and a demon. At least I know there's other things. You can but fuck I'm a, a squid-faced mind player. Like you can. You can I did see there was an option to give a, a kiss to one of them. You can fuck a bear. <laughs> oh, is it the the? Oh my god, you can fuck a bear. <laughs> you can fuck a bear. So yeah, I just was like, wow, this is a pretty mainstream monster fucker friendly mm-hmm. franchise yeah. that is happening, and lots of people are playing it because. God Almighty! Every time I get on the internet or run into someone on the street, they're like, "I'm playing Baldur's Gate." Me, me, me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, everyone and their mom playing Baldur's Gate. And I'm just like, huh? It's interesting to see this like mass appeal for a monster fucking game. I know there's other aspects to it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I guess, but there's a lot of fucking. <laughs> no, like that's the thing though. The relationships and the fucking—that's what keeps people coming back. That's and what playing. keeps people coming. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's that's what keeps people coming and playing like again and again because you yeah. want to like be a different character and fuck 
the other characters. Like you yeah. want to do the other relationships. Now, I will say that is a bit gem centric on what you just said there, but I do agree <laughs> that people are probably doing this, but I felt like that was a little too like, everyone's obviously doing the same thing I'm doing, which is replaying the game <laughs> as many times as possible. So I can fuck every character. And I would need it, to see what everyone's business is. It, so it, it does pain me that you can't just fuck all the characters and have a relationship yeah, with all the characters in one game. Which is totally fair. Not, I mean, like, even if you were like, I'm going to fuck every friend I have, like, you'd have to pick. <laughs> There's not everybody's poly. It just is going to run sure. into problems. I don't like that. <laughs> so I, I don't want to pick. It's a fantasy world. It should be all poly. I know. I want to fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. I, I have Thank a question. So the fucking in this game, because yeah. I haven't played it. Yeah. What, what do you actually, what does that look like? It's quick. It's quick action. So you can hit X, 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 X. <laughs> square wait, wait triangle 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 <laughs> i'm just kidding no. i was like do you have to fucking do the konami code <laughs> no. <and> like nut? <laughs> like no it's it's more like dialogue based you have to like click the right dialogues to get people to like you enough. do you get to see some stuff no oh. yes but no like you get to see titties is it titties like and butt. is it like skinamax t- softcore or? yeah you get to see titties and butt and kissing but um you don't really get to see whole wing dang doodles which is weird because you, you can choose you your, your choose. you can choose yeah. your genitals you can choose your I watched, genitals i, watched the I think they didn't want to have to make a boner yeah you don't yeah but they yeah, could have done don't. a soft dick not everybody's rock hard as soon as they're that's interested. true that's yeah. true yeah. That would be a whole nother thing. Like, does your person get erections easily? Do they, you know, what's up? That would like? be a funny so thing a, to So a new game. friend of mine. got an erection <laughs> slider. <laughs> like, how much of an erection does your person full, get full if chub. they have a penis? Uh-oh. I've got a chub while I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm going to trade out this character. It's getting too... Ooh. 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 <laughs> this one likes goblins a little too much. <laughs> um, so a, a new friend of mine... Um, is real big into Baldur's Gate mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Like I saw this character's like balls and wiener. Like, I mean, they didn't say it like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're you know, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> they're, they're, they're whole balls, Durs Gate. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, during the scene, I was like, what the fuck? You know, I had that scene. I was like, I didn't see this shit. Like, did I do something wrong or whatever? And they like showed me their video you know, that they had mm-hmm. on their whatever that they recorded or I don't know how it works because I'm not like a big gamer. So like, I don't really know how to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like watched it over and over again. And like, it happened so quick that I didn't even, I missed it when it happened for me. Just a little flash. It's a quick little flash, but you see like a shadow of like one ball and like mm-hmm. a little bit of shaft. Okay. And I was like, what? But yeah, so. <laughs> Anyway, they sh- they showed that to me. Thank you. You know who you are. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like everyone, obviously, the first thing they say is, I'm playing Baldur's Gate. And then they're like, oh, I fuck so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what does that look like? Because like, I I just haven't played it. I haven't got a chance because um, someone's hogging it. <laughs> so, it's, so are you, what are you all playing it on? Um, uh, Mac. Oh, okay, so PC. you're on PC, so yeah, you yeah, get to yeah. see it in the good, the good. Yeah, stuff. it's a, it's a beefy well, I, computer. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it depends because Mac doesn't really do the best on. Oh, okay, but but I I know that your partner has some souped up business yeah. going on there. We so. also played at a friend's house too, and um, you know him. he's got a souped up rig. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. that I know that he is playing. 
I've seen so many like. He, I, love, I love that we are all referencing a person through the just like <laughs> the one, the one we know. We, know. we know. I know who. Uh, now that I know, uh, I've seen some like fan art that like makes uh, a lot of the characters in a in a way that I think that he would really enjoy. So I'm gonna start sending him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to there's you. A real, there's a real good chance that. He's the one making those. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at this point he hasn't drawn at least one character. I don't know. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> when he gets in the mood and he feels the need, <laughs> when he finds something pretty, he got to draw it. I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's just like. It's interesting to me, all the different elements, but yeah, the monster fucking and how people are just good. They're horny for it. They they want it. I am. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fan art out there. Oh, yeah. Most of it's horny. Oh, yeah. Most of it has a star in, in it. Yeah. Um, you know, evil twink or you whatever. You don't like, you don't like, Coco doesn't like a star. I don't like a star in. He just. Is it because he's like overly queer coded? Like he's like a stereotype? Yeah, little. I mean, it's just. He's got the catty stereotype that I just, I've never, mm, yeah. catty people, like, there's a type of catty I like. I won't just make a blanket statement because I definitely <laughs> have catty friends. Two of them are sitting in the room with me. <laughs> oh, don't, don't look that way. Catty? You, I know how much you love gossip and you juice. You love a good goss. But catty? Anyway, so it's like, I just feel just like. it. Own it. I do love. I do love hot goss. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. We know. That's not catty. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever <laughs> had it? No. We don't need to get into this. Okay. My my joke doesn't didn't land for you. Obviously, Joyce was like, "Yup." Um, I mean, but uh, shoe fits. Yeah, it's just like the overly catty kind of bitter. Sure. <sighs> it reminds me of like years that I spent. <sighs> no, he's very much a stereotype that can like, be like catty to an insufferable degree. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's this like viciousness that I find very unattractive. Hmm. Um, and at one point, I had a person in my life who emulated that a lot, and I just yeah, it just reminds me of it, and yeah. it makes me like annoyed. It, it, it's like, there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. multiple characters in this that's like you have to fix them. That's your relationship, and yeah. it's I mean it's overdone. There's it's a lot of lot of fix it projects yeah. going on there. That was what yeah. I noticed. Where I was like, all yeah. right, this well, is the therapist I say, nightmare. <laughs> I say multiple. It's probably only like no, two or three. No, it's several. It's several that have like clear emotional deta- like attachment issues and like don't know how to function as adults. Astarian and Gale are the uh, two that I Gale uh, mm. Shadow whatever. She got some weird attachment issue shit, and then we got. The lizard lady who's just like the definition of racism embodied in a creature, which is fucking weird and difficult. There's a lot of racism in this game. Like, I haven't played much, but it's, yeah, I'm but just everybody's like. Everybody's racist towards her. So, like. It... Yeah, but when did it start? I don't know. She's like, clearly thinks that she's better than everyone else. Like, I don't know. But she, she start like, she, she started out as a slave race. Like, she was created as a slave By race. By the mind flayers. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're getting into the weeds and no uh, one's going to okay. want to listen to this. Oh, sorry. I'm but sorry. I just want to say the mind flayers are not literally every other race that they've decided they're better at than and like hate. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Coco strikes me more as a Carlac type of person. <laughs> Carlac is Carlac is best babe. Carlac <laughs> Himbo is, energy. Carlac is Big, Himbo. strong demon mommy. That's what I did with my current character. I'm a big, strong demon mommy. I did a tiefling <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm a barbarian. And yeah, I'm nice. just... And everyone's in love with me like this playthrough. I don't I must have played my cards right or whatever because everyone's been like, Hi, uh, so I'm in love with you. And I'm like, Yeah, of course you are, because I look like this. And I'm fucking awesome. I'd be in love with me too. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce, my pronouns are she, they, and I'm your resident cryptid researcher, bringing the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm they, them. Here to read monster porn. Yeah, we love it. We love to hear it. Also joining me is Coco. Hey, I'm Coco. He, him. New year, new me. But I'm just as horny as before. Oh, <laughs> we love it. That's great. That's great. That's good. All right. So today I am going to bring you guys some kind of campfire vibes, camp fire story vibes Ooh. um should we uh, do like some crackling fire sounds in the background yeah some are you afraid of the dark magic dust <laughs> um before we jump in and talk about our monster um just a couple of content warnings nothing too well it's weird to say not too serious because one of them is death um <laughs> so men- no mentions of uh animal attacks death injury and some very mild gore um, today we are talking about the hide behind. Ooh, I've heard of this. It is. Not, I know creepy. nothing of this. I feel like this is a very Coco kind of thing. Cause like, um, just cause it's super behind. creepy. No, no. <laughs> what are you trying to, what are you trying to say? No, it, I don't hide behind. I, you know, I'm there. I'll get to my reasoning <laughs> in a minute, I guess. No, it, um, so hide behinds, they fall under a category, what some people call fearsome critters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I would take that title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fearsome critters are creatures that are, that make up a bunch of like the oral stories of North America. Um, yeah. These creatures are said to wander the woods and logging camps. So a lot of these stories are spread by loggers mm-hmm. like in early America. So that's why it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. woodsy. It's very Americana woodsy. Which okay. I do love. Yeah. We know you're a boy of the wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is a very Coco centric. Okay. Um, but yeah, in Giants, Monsters, and Dragons, an encyclopedia of folklore, legend, and myth, hide-behinds are described as a predatory can- <laughs> predatory cannibal beast that lurked around the loggers' camps until one was alone long enough to be grabbed and carried away to be consumed. Cannibal. Wait. Which is really weird because oh, they don't eat I- themselves, but... Yeah, sorry. I, I got confused by the description for a second. The people... It's waiting for a person to wait long enough to be grabbed and taken away. Got it. Yes. Yeah. But why would it be a cannibal? I don't know. That's just what the quote is. Oh. But I mean, it, that could be the idea that the creature is was human at some point. Sure. I think it's because just they eat people. But it so is. What was that term again? Anthropophagy. Anthropophagy. Thanks, Nobilis. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I feel no. like this comes up a lot. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it, it will. Well, yeah, because most monsters do. Yeah. Anthropophic. Yeah. So. Don't fuck around the woods, I guess. All right. 
No, wait. Go fuck around in the woods. It's great. It's a sure. beautiful place. There. Everybody I'm pretty sure Coco is a high behind. <laughs> Coco's like, no, dude, go go on Yo, out in the woods. Wander in the woods. Sometimes you got to just stand alone with your back to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> um, ass right. out. Ass out. <laughs> ass out. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some debate as far as the appearance of these entities because most folks only catch a glimpse of them out of the corner of their eye. The one thing all my sources agree on is that the body is quite slender, making it possible to hide completely behind trees. As you might imagine, this is where the creature gets its name. Some of my sources describe the hide behind as a biggish beast standing about six feet tall and walking erect. Not the only <laughs> thing. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not hurting so, anything. So, that far, <laughs> so far, this is just me. Yeah. Waka waka. But seriously. Hide behinds have a pelt of long, thick black hair and a curved tail. Some say it looks a lot like a French sheepdog. They also have short, well-muscled forelegs that are equipped with grizzly bear-like claws. I did see one place that mentioned yellow eyes. Um, They always got to have the yellow or orange eyes or whatever. Red eyes. Now, there are some other sources that say hide behinds are more of a shadowy wraith-like figure. But, you know, whether tattered clothes or, huh? I said, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> behind. Behind, behind the tree. You know, but whether tattered clothes or shaggy fur, it's quite hard to get a clear picture of the hide, the other um, features of the hide behind, especially the whole tendency to hiding <laughs> doesn't really help. But yeah, these entities are rarely seen out in the open and getting enough of a look at them and living to tell the tale. It's quite rare. Um, the hide behind's main strategy for hunting its human victims is staking out and waiting. Once they see someone wandering the woods, they leap out from their hiding place and swiftly disembowel their victim with one swipe. Some stories mention the creature making a sound like a demonic laugh. Sometimes this devilish howl frightens the prey to death before the blow even lands. Afterwards, the I hide feel like that would be us of the high anxiety group. <laughs> just pop yeah we just be like Ugh. i do startle quite easily yeah me too i worry about my heart <laughs> um i wish i was joking <laughs> <laughs> oh god sorry it's got dark all of a sudden i mean we are talking about a creature disemboweling you so i guess it's not that dark um just real quick nothing just, yeah, just yeah. a quick <laughs> but yeah They'll drag you, most likely you are an unlucky logger, to their lair. Uh, their diet mainly consists of human intestines. Yummy. I mean. There's other parts. Well, yeah, I mean, there's other parts, but at the same time, like, especially back in the day, like, loggers. Like, there can't have been that fucking many. Loggers? Yeah. There were a lot of loggers. I mean. Like, your whole, your whole meal, your, like, your whole diet is just humans. And just their innards. Well, you know, you got to follow. It maybe doesn't eat very often. Snake-like. Mm. You know, maybe it's a once a month meal kind of deal. Okay. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. Hey. Because they uh, <laughs> can go seven years without eating. I was about oh. to say. Or so they're probably or quite they're patient. Cicada. I was going to say cicada next. So, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So they don't need a meal that often, apparently. Okay. And they can be patient and wait you out. Uh, so, how do you protect yourself from such a monster? Yeah. Well, uh, to ab, wait. Ab workouts. <laughs> That's a good guess. I like that. It's Just funny. do like, ooh, 
real hard crunches. I can't get through. Rock hard abs. How are you going to swipe through that? (laughs) Or get a lot of meat Mm -hmm. around the abs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, the way to make sure you don't end up as dinner is to have a drink. Uh, The other thing that most sources agreed on is that the hide behinds hate alcohol. They have a severe aversion to it. Specifically, they dislike the odor. That's now you could yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch you of guys argue like, we gotta get longer. drunk, mister. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, the hide behind. Oh, do another shot, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, if you ask me, not to be too judgmental, but I think it's an excuse to drink more without guilt. Yeah. But who's to say? I log better when I'm drunk. <laughs> it's not, it's for safety reasons. Don't worry about drunk it. drunk for safety. I got my PPE, got my goggles, got my gloves, got my beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, get turned and you'll, you'll be protected from the sneaky beasts. Okay. Uh, I guess they don't want, you know, intestines full of alcohols or whatever. Yeah. Just thought of a human gusher. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had those? uh, Those like little chocolates that are shaped like bottles that are full of liquor. I hate those fucking things. Do you? It's so gross. I find them delicious. Like, yeah, I like all. They taste like old. Yeah, (laughs) they taste like old. Old. (laughs) Just old. Period. Old. Yeah, they do. I like like it. Like, okay, for the Catholics out in the audience, like you know, just like. It's a mix, just like old, dusty alcohol. You know, it just has a, a flavor that you're like, mm-hmm. ugh. Like I tried <laughs> cognac once, and I was like, ugh. It's like that. It's just like <laughs> just no. tastes old. Just tastes old. Like it's like shit you shouldn't be doing anymore. Like don't do this. Don't don't do cognac anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like drink. There's better things to drink. Just saying. Like just saying. I go. It's funny. I I don't. You know, I pretty much have mostly stopped drinking, mm-hmm. um, but for whatever reason, those chocolates, man, they get me. I love those chocolates. I munch a crunch on those all day. I <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a nasty explosion of fucking gin inside chocolate. I'm like, I think mm. I think that's a part of it too. It's like it's liquid. Yeah. Like it's not like caramel or a jelly no, or a it's nougat. Just straight up liquor. It's water. I mean, it's, it's just booze. A, it's but a it's shot like, inside. Yeah, it's just yeah, like half a shot or whatever. It's it is the most. The taste is bad, but also the experience, <laughs> the mouthfeel, the textures. It's yeah. just like whoa, the sensory overload. And you're like, blah, this is the worst booze I've ever had. And also, why is this chocolate peeing in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, good. I'm just like, mm, nastiest chocolate pissing in my mouth. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> do you have like a, per- a preferred uh, flavor? Flavor. <laughs> I like all the whiskey ones. Mm. Yeah. Scotch ones are really good too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it's like scotch and whiskey and chocolate just, I feel like, Sure, that sure. reminds Maybe me yeah. that I forgot to bring to us the balls. nickel nips again. <laughs> but I will. Are, is that does that mean you're going to be like really upset at the nickel nip? Well, so weird pee. Well, <laughs> the nickel nips, if I remember them correctly, they're the wax bottles, right? Yeah. You bite it off and you drink it. That's. Seems yeah. more normal. And like maybe I, you could argue I could do this with these chocolates too, but. Like most of the time people are like, oh, just pop the whole fucking thing in your mouth. And let I'm it like, explode. Let it explode. Um, you know, and feel bad. <laughs> but maybe what you could do is you could bite off the top, pour out the alcohol because you'd think it's nasty. 
any of the chocolate, maybe just the slight residue of the alcohol inside the chocolate wouldn't be as it, it would just provide a hint of flavor and it wouldn't be bad. It would be good. Yeah, I'm very much a ratios person when it comes to food. It's very like I'm very particular about that. So yeah. that would make sense. You could do a, a tester just buy regular chocolate and dip it in alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just like boop, boop, boop. Like yeah. fondue. That way you don't waste the delicious pee bottles for me. <laughs> the delicious old man pee bottles for, for Cocos. Mm-mm. <laughs> delicious. Uh, oh, all right. Well, Back. I was going to say with the high behind, it reminds me a lot of an, of a, a particular creature that is like, it's kind of been in folklore and, and talked about a lot in like movies and things, but it's a name that we're not supposed to use. Yeah. We're not supposed to talk about, but it reminds me a lot, especially with the cannibal aspects and like yeah. the, the maybe being animal maybe being human like kind of it it just reminds me a lot of it and probably seems like that could be where it comes from is like stories yeah. being passed on through the loggers i could see that yeah there's a split like most most sources say more animal yeah or at least like um older stories about mm. this thing say animal um there's the main image you'll find when you do a quick google search is this thing that does look like a black dog that's standing on its hind legs behind a tree and I think that's like the common okay yeah. kind of depiction. Though, yeah, later on, it does seem like people started making it more human-esque. I wonder um, if it just got mixed, like kind yeah. of became similar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like, too, it's hard because like you're seeing this thing out of the corner of your eye and it's really good at hiding. Like you'll mm -hmm. see a glimpse of it go behind a tree. Like supposedly they can like... <sighs> I even heard some like really silly descriptions that were like oh they suck in their guts so they could do it just like yep, i'm taking a picture <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> take a picture um somebody yeah. cute walking by and they were like <gasps> <laughs> puffing up the chest a little bit like a like a fucking cartoon mm -hmm. um <laughs> jim don't pass out oh god um yeah uh sightings of this creature you know as i said earlier occurred mostly in logging countries, so places like Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan primarily. Reports of this beast were prevalent in the 19th century, so like the 1800s and whatnot. Um, yeah, theory time. Cryptid. Spirit. <laughs> unidentified animal. Some people say maybe a misidentified Bigfoot. Warning for loggers and hikers, be wary of bears. Visual illusions. Excuse to drink. I don't know. I mean, do you do you think that like back in the day, trees were bigger, so that like it could have been a Bigfoot that could hide behind a tree? Right. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, just <laughs> no, just, just don't. No, hold on. I know that didn't. <laughs> wait, <laughs> don't wait, don't wait. I'm, I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm just giggling. No. <laughs> The judgment. <laughs> wait, wait, no. <laughs> wait, wait. It's fine. It's fine. I'm here. You're. It's cool. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you saying? Oh shit. What I'm you saying. saying? Mm -hmm. In in the Americas, when they were logging. Yeah. There was a lot of big trees. More, there was more untouched land. Mm -hmm. 
Much less, you know, of us coming at white people coming and fucking it up. Yeah. There were older trees. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therefore. Bigger. Big trees. Perhaps more trees mm-hmm. that had been allowed to have grown larger. Right. So that the hide behind had more chance to have trees that were larger to be hidden behind. This cadence is really throwing me off, but yes, I, I get what you're saying. I get So I get it could have been a misidentified Bigfoot because mm-hmm. the trees it didn't were have, bigger. It didn't have to be so skinny. Tree big. Bigfoot big. Tree big. <laughs> I mean, trees trees big. Trees tree are big. big. Trees are big. Tree, and are, tree are big. One of the things about trees being big, big <laughs> and how big trees are is that you don't really have to be that thin to hide behind tree. They're a big tree, so you can hide behind any tree. <laughs> the hide behinds can hide behind a baby tree. I mean, so can they hide behind a baby tree? Is that part of the thing? Some of the things I read said they could hide behind very thin trees. Mm, so baby interesting, tree. Interesting. Or just a thin variety of tree. I, I'm leaning on this was people who were drunk, got spooked <laughs> out in the, the woods, and at some point saw a black bear, mm-hmm. which stood up on a hind legs and would be scary. Like, even yeah. if you knew what a black bear was, it could easily be mistaken as something else, especially sure. if it's dark out. I don't know. Their eyes do the reflective thing. They got mm-hmm, the, like, mm-hmm. the, so I don't know. I'm leaning on bear. Did you all hear that there was like a, a like a 700 pound black bear that was killed in Aww. like. North Carolina or something. What happened? But I mean, it was just, I think it was shot, but like huge. Yeah, 700 pounds. A yudge. For a black bear. A yudge? Giant. <laughs> what was, what, wait, what, what is a yudge? Are you saying huge? What huge. A yudge. A yudge. A yudge. A yudge. Very big. Okay. That's okay. big. That's no. a big for a black bear. Well, that's sad that he got killed. Big though. Big. Very big. I wonder how many kids. How many kids? It ate? No. It had. <laughs> it had. Oh. Wonder how many big bears are going to be out there. Oh. Oh, yeah. I hope there's a bunch of big bears. I hope bears take everything back. Yeah. <laughs> I stand I stand by it. Bears deserve the land bears back. Bears for president 2024. <laughs> bears get it all back. I give mm-hmm. it back. So, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Hmm. It was 2024. We're, we're offering our own theories oh, now. Who do I think should be president for 2024? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, bears. Um, what do I think as far as the theory? Yeah. Probably bears. If, yeah. You if do. I'm being honest. I think a bears mixed with local folklore that they sure. were picking up the folklore and it was getting mixed all together. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's how a lot of these stories come about and change and shift and evolve. Right. Mm-hmm. Like cultures collide and like stories collide, but also like, yeah, if you're walking around the woods a lot, you're going to see shit out of the corner of your eye, especially if you're drinking apparently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say it's either just like shadows and nonsense or bears. Or both. I do love the image in my head of a black bear like sucking in so much that it's hiding behind a little tree. Just like <gasps> it was just like a one really bear. clever bear. Yeah. 
<laughs> picnic basket. Picnic basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and also a, a black bear will 100% disembowel a person. So like it's possible that that happened and that person was found and like that kind of triggered some I stuff I mean, they too. mentioned like claws that are like a bear's claw. I'm yeah. like, yeah. this yeah. is obviously a bear. <laughs> like, it was tall, like a bear, wide. Like a bear. Black. Black. Like a bear. Like a bear. Has claws, claws. Like a bear. Like a bear. But this guy, he was different. He was at the bear. He, he was, was definitely a- not a bear. <laughs> Shaped like a bear. <laughs> he <laughs> did talk like a bear. <laughs> yeah, not to be a big, big old pee-pee poo-poo on your you know, cryptids, but yeah, I feel a bit skeptical. 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 Um, But yeah. So I know our story today isn't about hide behind. So who's fucking? <laughs> Who who's, be f- who's fucking? Who be fucking? Who be fucking? And do they do it from behind? They do? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They do that. And they are fuzzy. They are fuzzy. That's why I chose this one. I like was like, a, this seems appropriate. Yeah. Like a bear. So this is, uh, this was actually a story that was sent in by a cryptid Cupid, Alex, they, them. Thank you, Alex. And thank you for being um, a they, them, they, them crew. What, what? What, what? (laughs) Um, So uh, this was sent in by Alex. Thank you again. Uh, This was um, found on AO3. That's archive of our own. um, And it was written by uh, author B Movie Erotica. And the title is called, Ooh, I hope the monster in my closet doesn't come out and fuck me. <laughs> Straight into the point. I like it. Um, I will apologize to everyone in advance. This was a long story. And for me to make it fit with, you know, the format of our podcast and, you know, usually we do around like six pages is kind of like 2000 a little over 2000 words yeah Yeah, like 2000 to 3000 words is usually what we usually do Mm -hmm. so uh for that i had to like slice and dice this guy real real hard so i was like fucking gordon ramsay on this bad boy (laughs) um so but in a nice way well i lost a lot of nuance i will say that but so if you want to get the real fucking story yeah. The real, real the, story. The meat and the good juices. The meat and the good juices on this one. Please go read the story on the internet on Archive of Our Own um, by the by the actual author. Um, cool. But yeah, so here we are. So the summary for the story is the economy of Monstropolis is in shambles. Nobody's scared of monsters anymore. And there are too many doors lying around leading to some random childless adult's bedroom. If only there were a way to generate loads of energy from the loud noises humans make and make horny furries happy. Hmm. See, the problem is people aren't scared of monsters anymore. They want to fuck them. They want to fuck them. They want to fuck them. Every time I go, I thought it was a kid's room. It's just an adult man with his ass out. Scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Here we go. I'm ready. You are going to be playing uh, Sully. Chapter one, a brand new economy. James P. Sullivan to the chairman's office. James P. Sullivan. All eyes in the cafeteria turned toward the hulking blue form of Sully, frozen with a sandwich halfway to his giant mouth. 
His chair was too small for him, and his knees bumped against the underside of the table. And he, handled, and he had a look on his face of pure, unmitigated horror. A big glob of mustard dripped out of the back of his sandwich, trailing down his furry fingers. Hey, a voice whispered beside him. Hey, Sully, that's you. Sully turned and looked down, very far down. Mike Wazowski was seated on the chair beside him, staring up with one big, watery eye. What's that all about? What's happening? Don't know. <laughs> no, I hate that so much. Me, Captain America. <laughs> no. Yeah, it sounded like Captain America. In my head, I was like... Like in the 1950s. Yeah, John Goodman is not an easy voice to... Like, I'm not, I shouldn't even try. Um, don't know. Sully said, with an insistent, uncaring shrug. It was not convincing. We'll see. He turned to leave, but Mike caught him by the forearm and tugged. Hey, Mike began. If Waternoose is thinking of... Don't say it. Sully growled. Don't say the F word. Letting you depart for greener pastures, Mike said, flitting his fingers in the air. Then I'm getting the whole company to stand up for you. I'm serious. Picket lines, protests, arson. <laughs> Nobody's going to work a day until you're back. Sully snorted. Thanks. Henry J. Waternoose Third swiveled his constellation of eyes around to fix Sully with a delighted smile. His sharp legs clacked as he moved, all six of them, grabbing against the carpeted floor as he swept over to Sully to guide him over, a friendly hand upon his back. We have a new department we would like you specifically to join. Welcome, Waternoose began, and the doors gave a loud hydraulic whir and slid open. To the fuck division. <laughs> Sully clapped a furry hand over his heart, his eyes trembling. Monsters bustled between doorways, only pausing to stretch, hype one another up, and prepare their limbs for the grueling task ahead. <laughs> Scientists in lab coats remained close by, scribbling on clipboards, and as monsters stumbled out of doorways, reeling, a pit crew converged to douse them in cold water, hydrate them, and fan them from overheat. Cold blue on Terminal 4. Cold blue. A many-tentacled monster was on his back before a bright pink door, his face gone a sickly pale green. A medical team rushed in, shouting orders. Sully could scarcely take it all in, but throughout the chaos was the persistent, ever-quickening noise. Ding! 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 Canister upon canister of energy was filling to the brim. The monsters waiting on this side of the doors were hurrying as fast as they could to swap out fresh cans, lobbing the full ones to a waiting transport team who dropped them into the carts to be wheeled away to processing. I love, they, I not, it's not come. I know. <laughs> that is the first thought you have, though. It's like, come. I also like how the monster is like, oh, my God, I'm going to like their backs are blown out. Yeah. And it's just like it's usually the other way around. But the monster is the one that's like, Putting Jesus in the work. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is a job for them, though. They're like, work. How many how many has it been? Like how many times? What? How, what I, I mean, like how long is there shift? in a day? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it's like if it's like factory work, they're on like, oh, God, 12 hour shift. Yeah. Or something. 
If you're one of the ones with tentacles, you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> well, yeah, but you saw the tentacle guy come out. Like, exhausted. Exhausted. That, that might be that might be like socially exhausted. Just like, whew, I can't stand another long conversation about tentacles. Yeah. Or that or they're always sending the tentacle guy into like the orgy door. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's 13 of them. <laughs> Sully watched with his jaw hanging open as a mountain of energy passed beyond the swinging doors. It's beautiful, isn't it? Waternoose whispered. Sully shook his head slowly, struggling to speak. Are they... they're really... They're fucking the humans, yes. <laughs> Waternoose beckoned him to the nearest terminal. The scientist and pit crew there stepped back respectfully as the chairman tapped the wood of a dark blue door and nodded for Sully to listen. Sully approached, his hand shaking, and pressed one ear up against it. Fuck me good and hard, you big, nasty lizard. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I fucking love this. This is oh so good. God. Joyce like that. I feel like this story is such a, like, just like turning what we usually do on its head. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Humans are the ones who are just like, mm, I'm going to fucking fuck you into oblivion, <laughs> wolf man. <laughs> like, it just makes me think of uh, the thing I wrote, the um, human being would fuck a dragon's tongue if it looked <laughs> sexy enough for whatever. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh, what, uh, what Leflin was thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Uh, a human being, or if a tongue looked fuckable, a human being would run into like the gaping maw of a dragon or something. Yeah. yeah. In too short a time, a red light flashed above the door and a low siren rang out. The teams and door workers around the floor all turned to gaze in wonder, disbelief, and admiration as the dark blue door handle rattled. Slowly, the door opened and a very familiar scaly figure stepped out. Randall? The near-sighted purple lizard squinted up at Sully, his pupils narrowing to knife-sharp slits. His skin was wet with sweat, not his. Oh my god, Sully? He wiped his lips with the back of a hand and looked over at Waternoose with a grin. You finally recruited... What was that? He's got some liquids to deal with. <laughs> you finally recruited... <laughs> <laughs> and he passed out from exhaustion. That's when he died of heat stroke. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, poor lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. You finally recruited the dopey old dog, huh? Why'd you pull me out early? I had a good rhythm going. Waternoose nodded over to the scientist, who dangled the pocket watch from her paw. Randall chuckled. Oh, snap. Time flies, huh? It was apparent that a monster emerging from a door so calmly, casually, and physically unbothered was fleetingly rare on this floor. Randall merely flexed his neck and let out a few satisfying clicks before he sighed deeply. What do you need me for? Taking the big guy under my wing? Exactly that, Waternoose replied. Once the star of the scare floor, Sully needs to be brought up to form for his shining bright future on the fuck floor. He has potential. Randall looked Sully up and down, raising one brow. All right, I see it. He met Sully's eyes. Come on, 
We've got a lot to catch you up on. So what happens when I find the clitoris? Is it good? Randall had stopped mid-lecture for around the dozenth time with his pointer hovering over a diagram of the human anatomy in question. And his skin waxed a deeply disgruntled green. Yes, you fucking idiot. You absolute buffoon. That's like asking, ooh, if I find the penis, is it good? I swear to God. Sully held up his hands in defense. Sorry, sorry. Continue. Randall sniffed. Okay. He moved on to the next diagram and wrapped his pointer against it. The human male pleasure point, the prostate, is located inside the body here. Wait, why is it inside? It doesn't make any sense. Randall threw his head back to stare up at the ceiling. Sully, you also have a prostate? Uh, no I don't. Your anatomy aligns with that of most mammals in the human world, so yes, you absolutely do. Sully frowned. Slowly, he unlinked his hands from atop his desk and his right hand wandered down around toward his bare backside. Don't try to... (laughs) (laughs) Don't try your prostate... Oh, fuck, sorry. (laughs) Don't try to find your prostate right now. Holy shit. Okay, we're leaving. Randall slithered in a flash over to Sully and caught him by the scruff of the neck to drag him out of the room. Sully hobbled after the other monster and they emerged onto the fuck division floor. Wait, wait, what are we doing? Trial by fire, Randall said. You're not going to get it until you get it. Donna, give me a door on Terminal 6 and make it a good one. Someone spoke up. Hold on, the consent form. Don't forget the form. Donna, a pleasant-looking slime beast with a mouth that opened to the ninth circle of hell, (laughs) slurped forward and held up a little clipboard before Sully. Randall rolled his eyes but did not interfere. It's a basic legal release of liability, she said, gesturing with another goopy appendage. It hit the clipboard with a wet slap. If anything happens in the course of erotic energy generation that results in death, irreversible bodily harm, or loss of your erogenous zones, Monsters Incorporated will not be held liable. (laughs) The loss of your erogenous zone? Every time she spoke, distant screams emanated from her throat. Sully frowned. Does that happen often? Once, during our early pilot studies, Donna replied. We didn't realize that human seminal fluid dissolved xenogeologic body parts. Rest in peace, Jerry. (laughs) Oh my god. But now we perform basic biological compatibility screenings to ensure the monsters chosen for the program will not experience any loss of limbs or future pleasure. He picked up the pen and scribbled his signature. Cut to... The bedroom was dark, save for a dim lava lamp perched on a dresser, the goop within it drifting ominously. A light clicked on above a glass cabinet and slowly startled. A rotating disco ball lit up, and speakers atop the cabinet began playing slow, sensual music. His eyes wandered down to the cabinet. He froze. Within it was a collection of... Variously sized, brightly colored monster dildos. That looks a bit like mine. Rawr! Sully gasped and went flat against the wall, his arms spread. There on the bed, pawing at the air, was a beast with bright blue fur. It had big, unblinking, glassy eyes. All right, I'm with you now. (laughs) White pointed ears and a bushy tail trailing behind it. Upon making eye contact with Sully, it let out a low growl. Oh, boy. 
You scared me, Sully said, and he brought a hand over his heart with a chuckle. I didn't realize someone was already in here. So the human's not in yet, huh? The monster on the bed tilted its head. It pawed again towards Sully, sitting up on its knees. Sully noticed it had its legs bent the same way humans did. Must be a new hire. He would have remembered this one. Donna must have... must have mixed up the doors. Sorry about that. Sully went on. He scratched his chest in discomfort. I'll be out of your way then. Uh, Take care. He turned to leave, but he heard a loud rrrr from the bed. He whirled around and his heart leapt into his throat. The monster had bent over the bed with its rear facing Sully, and in a demonstration that brought a cold sweat of realization to Sully's brow, had hiked up one knee onto the mattress, reached around, and peeled open the layer of fur covering its whole body, just between its legs. And beneath that fur, Sully saw it. The very thing Randall had shown him from the diagram before. Human hole. <laughs> Does it say that? Human hole? Human, Sully- what's Hold on. Human hole? Sully shrieked. He raced from the room, slamming the closet door behind him. On the other side, he bolted straight into Randall, hyperventilating. Why was it? Why was it dressed like that? He cried. Randall gripped him by the shoulders. Tease it into it, you fucking ingrate. Now. He spun Sully back around and shoved him toward the door. Go back in there and top that furry. Donna scribbled something onto her clipboard, and she flashed Sully a sympathetic smile. You've got this, she whispered. A chorus of damned voices joined the sentiment. Sully steadied himself. He flexed his fingers. It's just a human hole, he muttered to himself. Like any other hole, just on a human. He slapped both his cheeks to psych himself up. Come on, Sullivan. With a deep breath, he walked back in through the closet door. The beast had flopped onto the bed, awaiting Sully's return. Upon hearing the door open, it sat back upright with a purr. Okay, Sully said weakly. Rubbing his hands together. Let's, uh, let's do this. Sully clambered onto the bed awkwardly, and the whole thing creaked beneath him. (laughs) It was not meant to hold that much weight. Right. I'm just gonna stand. But the human maneuvered itself beneath him with a growl, bucking up its fur-covered rear against Sully's belly. Sully let out a low gasp. Oh, you're eager. He reached down, paused, and then looped one arm around gently the human's body. It felt so soft. He was balanced on his knees and his other palm, his belly upon the human's back, taking deep, slow breaths. Take it slow. Easy. He looked down to see the human quivering beneath him, momentarily overwhelmed by the breadth and weight of his body against it. Soon enough, though, It arched its back to begin a slow grind against the fur between his legs. Sully swallowed hard. Oh. Sully had not been with another monster in close to two years. He had once been the hottest guy around, able to woo practically anyone at the company, until his numbers fell and he was made a pariah, a veritable laughingstock of the workforce. He hadn't been touched in all that time. And the feel of someone else's warm fur rubbing up against him, down there brought a stiffening to his nethers. Mm. He growled. That's good. The human continued to move, purring beneath him, and slowly let out a few ragged breaths. The lack of touch made him easy. He looked down past the fur-coated human to see his own bright purple member already emerging from its sheath, framed in shadow. 
I need to... Sully gasped. I need to go slow. With a needy groan, the human once more stretched open the hole in the fur over its backside and presented itself for Sully, inches from his quickly growing cock, begging with a look up at Sully's downcast face. Sully squeezed his eyes hard, his chest heaving, and then, with a grunt of resignation, he thrust straight into the human's waiting hole. <laughs> no lube or nothing, just <laughs> right up in there. Right. Smashing it in there. Right well, on in that I'm hole. just going to assume they had a lube shooter in there. They're, a lube they've, shooter. They've been doing some work before he got there. Probably. Prepped. I mean, they are, they do seem like they Eager, did some prep work. Ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got the tools, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it says. That's what it says. The human cried out, clasping its hands into the bed sheets. In the back of Sully's mind, he knew energy was being made. He thrust into the human with a low, guttural growl, sliding it across the bed as it whimpered. Along another low, long thrust, feeling the full length of himself buried deep in the human, and he closed his eyes at this forgotten, long-missed pleasure, a moan escaping his own throat. But then he paused, perched on his knuckles, and looked down below his chest. The human was buried face down beneath him and letting out heavy breaths. Uh, you all right? Sully murmured. He shifted his weight and reached a hand down to brush the back of the human's furry head. Do you, uh, need anything? He heard a muffled reply. Fucking harder, Daddy. Sully blinked, and then he shifted his weight back down pressing the human into the mattress, and he thrust into it, hard. Randall paced on the other side of the doorway, eyeing the empty canister with a squint. The bright lights of the workroom floor glared down, and he turned to Donna with an impatient sigh. It's been 15 minutes. Forget it. We should... Ding! Randall turned back around. The energy had hit max. A second of silence passed between him and Donna before Randall let out a cry. Swap it out, swap it out, Randall shrieked. We need a crew here, stat. Get a cue going, quick, move it. A team assembled with a cart full of empty canisters just as the door began to shake. Slowly pounded into the human with the unrestrained sex drive of a monster who had been holding back for far too long. He dragged the human across the now quaking bed with each prolonged thrust, and the human's fingers slipped and grabbed for any stability against each new onslaught. It was moaning out now, its cries almost musical in their crescendo, and Sully looked down with a grin to see its face down, gnawing at the bedsheets. It had completely discarded the monster head and fur it had been wearing for fear of overheating, and its human hair was tangled around its sweaty head. Here. He grunted. He pushed himself upright to his knees, still inside of the human, and he reached down and lifted the human up off the bed to bring it horizontal to him. He had his big hands clutched around its torso and chest, his claws dimpling its damp clothes, as if it were no more than a toy, so light it was. And he held it at thigh level, looking down at its back with a chuckle. Do you want more? The human reached down and gripped Sully's hands, bracing itself. I was born for this, it said, its voice cracking. With a smirk, Sully gave the human everything it wanted. He bounced it off his cock, moving it up and down as it cried out, gripping tight to his giant claws and he felt himself reaching still greater heights of pleasure as it clenched and tightened around him. The human flung out one hand to grasp the bed headrest, grooved and wooden, 
and the whole thing began to rattle and shake, bumping against the wall. The pictures by the closet door quivered. Oh no. Oh no. Sully was aching now, about to come, his thrust slowing to a deep, coaxing grind. He'd needed this. He'd needed this without ever knowing. Here, with this desperate, breathless, moaning human gripped between his hands, a distant bell rang out from beyond the closet door. Oh, fuck. Sully came all at once, choking, his eyes watering. The human had gone limp in his arms, and it groaned quietly as he pumped himself empty inside of it. Finally, with all the care he could manage, Sully gently lowered the human back down onto the bed and pulled out, achingly, tenderly. The human's eyelids fluttered open, and it rolled over onto its back and reached up to brush the side of Sully's damp face with a hand. Their eyes met, and Sully felt something strange stirring in his chest. Next week? It asked. There was something so familiar in its eyes, something tender, something kind, something monstrous. His breath caught in his throat, and he took a shuddering breath. Sure. Probably. He eased himself off the bed, sore and stiff, as his purple cock retreated back beneath his fur. He hobbled over to the closet door, and he gave one last look over his shoulder, his eyes passing from the discarded fur suit to the sighing human, that strange, small, yet so very strong human, with an unrecognizable pang in his stomach, which set his hand to trembling. He opened the door and crept back to the familiarity of the monster world. The end. Beautiful. Not really the end, but the end of the what I well, slice and diced. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. You're you're wiggling oh, around. Sorry. Watch them hands. Watch your little claws there. My little paws. Yeah. My little raccoon paws. <laughs> this one was really well written. Like yeah. it, it, I felt bad having to like chop it up so much to like yeah. get it to fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Because, like, I was like, well, maybe I'll just do the first three pages, the last three pages. But, like, it it did not, it didn't yeah. fit and it didn't make sense yeah, by yeah. doing that. So, like, I really had to, like, chop it up into bits mm-hmm. and, and stuff it in there. But Shoo. it was it was really well written. Like, it was really good. That was a good and it was funny. The, it was funny. The world, I think the world building is kind of good. I mean, it has a pre-built world because it's based yeah. on Monsters, Inc. But yeah. it was kind of. I don't know. It was good. This is only chapter one, too. And like there's um, I think there's more. Uh, but like and obviously I, I, this is not even half of the actual story of chapter yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like stuff that went on that yeah, yeah. I didn't include because it wasn't just like the porn, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so like I want to know like what happens because to, like, like the characters and yeah, because yeah. like it, like he's like hey what's going on here and like the boss is like ah don't worry about it and like he's like mm. so like i want to like go back and like keep reading like wait do you, do you find out like what's happening you know like yeah, yeah, i yeah, want to yeah. know yeah so would you get fucked by Sully? i mean it didn't really say like that it was like a giant a giant he, he, true it's pretty big i mean he yeah but Sully's it didn't big. say i mean it's not that's not I know. how it worked. I know, know but so like, I think it's left to what would you like, Joyce? You know, like if you if if this was like perfect boyfriend dick, <laughs> what, what would you? Not be a monster. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if it's the vibe for me. Yeah, 
That's fair. Solely mm-hmm. might not be my type. And this is not in consideration. I mean, I'm not talking about the dick. I just mean yeah. him as the, a figure. Right. I'm talking yeah. about him as a whole person. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't think we're we're the right match. Hmm. That's honestly same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, the dick might be fun, but like, like Sully is not, I'm not attracted to Sully as like a mm. creature. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's more of like a big bear daddy yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just not my thing. No. No hate. No hate. Yeah. The vibe. But just, yeah, not my personal taste. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This <laughs> is a fun episode. We did a great job. Yeah. Uh, and let's wrap this puppy up. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hey, thanks for listening to our wacky little show. Do you want to find more things laughs? Of course you do. So you need to go to our link tree, which is L I N K T R dot E E slash laughs pod. And that's L A F S P O D. What will you find there? Well, good question. You'll find our website. Um, you know, it has about us. It has like, way you listen to recent episodes, but also our cryptid Cupid submission form, which is really important. If you, Write a story or find a story. Send it our way. Also, send us like weird little anecdotes and like, you know, just listener stories. Like, yeah. you know, I, would I had love a dream. I your... fucked a monster. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or exactly. you saw a monster. Yeah. We'll take yeah. those too. We like all those. Yeah. We'd love to read your listener story. Yeah. And thanks again, Alex, for sending us a story. Yeah. yeah. Be like Alex. Use a cupid, 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 <laughs> cryptic cupid submission form. Yeah. Um, you will also find all our social stuff. You will find our Patreon. We have four tiers. We have a good luck club. We have the literature club, which you get notes and stories that we write. You get the content club, which you get all the notes and stuff, but you also get special content like bonus episodes, video content, songs, art, etc., etc., etc. And then there's the booty pick of the month club. Do you know what that is? It's a booty pick once a month for you. Our, uh, it's our booties, by the way. Yeah, We're not going to just scour the not, internet. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's random, random people's booties. It's These are good old-fashioned homegrown booties. Yeah, yeah, DIY booties. Do you want to listen to, um, what did you call it? The uncut raw dog. Raw, the <laughs> the raw, dog. raw dog episodes. Yeah, if you want raw dog episodes, come on over to our Patreon where I will be... Uh, still cleaning up the audio, obviously, but it'll be an uncut episode. So you get to hear all of the nonsense that we cut out, uh, which includes the just miraculous amount of gem sounds, which I fucking love. No, mm-hmm. I thought you cut a little <laughs> oh, Although I, this one didn't have a lot. So that's that's uh, for future future lovers of gem sounds, which I think are great. They make me very happy. The Jim only reason sounds. I take them out is Jim for a time. Jim sounds. Jim sounds. And I think other than that stuff, you will find ways to listen. Obviously, you're already doing that, you know. And uh, hey, don't forget to like review us. Tell your mom, tell your dog, you know, tell your enemies. Uh, I was going to say another thing we're going to add to Patreon is uh, us reading our stories that we wrote. So I'll be reading mine. Jim will be reading theirs. And Joyce... I think Joyce is on board. I, I can read it. We'll, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. And, we'll see how it goes. We're going to do it like audiobook style where like, mm. you know, character voice, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to be like. like yeah. 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 <laughs> but we're going to do it profesh. Mm. Um, yeah. In the in the sound booth. That is so, my closet. yeah. So no har har's, but like, you know, audiobook style. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Watch Shadow Sweeties. Stay horny, babes. It's probably a bear. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably a bit.
that's probably fair. <laughs> 